Welcome back to Six Pennies Podcast. Albie, you know what time it is? It is podcast time? It is Tom Cruise podcast time. Wow. The greatest oh, of all time. The greatest of all time? The go-goat? I would put, nah, his dominance, the gap between him and second place is not far enough, so no. Okay, we'll, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. Um, it is Tom Cruise podcast. For those of you who have been listening to, Jack, uh, to the Six Chinese podcast for a long time, one of our first podcasts was about Tom Cruise almost a year ago, or a little more than a year ago, before The Mummy came out. Uh, <laughs> today, we're going to talk about Tom Cruise because Mission Impossible Fallout uh, is coming out, and... It's an exceptional movie that I had the, the honor of already watching. So we'll get into that. I think Albie is going to watch it really soon too, right? Dang, you've already seen it? Yeah, man. And you're um, an expert now. I'm an expert. I, I really wanted to do this pod even more than Albie. I don't know how that's possible. It is summer season. I think Mission Impossible is going to be one of the biggest hits of the summer. Spoiler alert. Um, but it's summertime. Time for people to go watch movies. Also time for a lot of people to be moving. I know people are True. renting new places, buying new places, looking at homes. If you're doing that, make sure you give a, a shout out to our friend at Farmers Insurance, Derek Shaw. You're going to need some homeowners insurance, some renters insurance. You want to make sure you're covered and have the best care possible. Derek is um, ready to, to give you a great quote and give you a discount if you mention Six Pennies Podcast. So give him a call, send him a text at 214 729 Six four six two, and uh, once again, that's Derek Shaw at Farmers Insurance. Set two one four seven two nine six four six two, and he will hook you up. Sweet. All right, you ready for this? Let's do it. Uh, let's let's get to Mission Impossible a little bit later. I I want to start with just Tom Cruise in general. We both like him a lot. He's been doing like, incredible stuff for like, like thirty five years. Or something. Like is a very very big <laughs> understatement. He has a pretty impressive IMDb page. Um, I was looking through it a little while ago, and I couldn't figure out which decade of his is the best. Ooh. So I, I don't know about the 80s. Do you want to do, do 80s too, or should we just do after that? Well, 80s, you have some of the most iconic That's movies. True. You have Rain Man, Cocktail, Top Gun, Risky Business. Um, 80s yeah, I don't, actually, I don't know why I just said that. I mean, 80s has to be in it. Yeah. There's way too many. Even like Born on the Fourth of July and Cocktail... Like you mentioned, like there's there's too many. Um, that's the '80s. Okay, the '90s. Just to give you a, a few of them oh, on man. the list, you got a few good men in the firm. I know you love those. Mm-hmm. You got the first Mission Impossible and Jerry Maguire in the same year. I don't know how that's possible. It's Mission well Impossible, as, if you will. As well as Magnolia, Eyes Wide Shut at the end of the decade. So that's a pretty stacked decade too. And Interview with the Vampire. I know a lot of people are into vampire movies, especially in the 20, 2000s. Well, Tom Cruise kind of set that up in the 90s. He started it off. Yeah. Okay, the 2000s then, um, with Mission Impossible 2, Vanilla Sky and Minority Report. That's a pretty good uh, three-year run. And then, actually, it keeps going. It, it doesn't last, stop, man. The 2000s oh, did not stop. Yep. How does he have a new action movie every <laughs> single year? Let me, okay, 2000 Mission Impossible 2. And then every year after that, there's a new hit. Vanilla Sky, Minority Report, Last Samurai, Collateral, War of the Worlds, Mission Impossible 3. Then he has one year that's skipped, and then he's got Tropic Thunder and Valkyrie. Like, I, I don't know how this is possible. It's, it really isn't. There's no one that has a parallel career like this guy. 
Um, I think if we were to look at the top grossing actors and you throw out Star Wars actors and you throw out uh, Marvel, yeah, superhero movies, yeah, I, I would assume that Tom Cruise is in the top three or four. I don't know who else could be up there because I mean, the action movies bring in the big bucks, don't they? For sure. So, who else could there be? I mean, Matt Damon hasn't done it long enough. He's got at least a few things in there. Denzel, maybe, but... I mean, I'm, I'm assuming if you throw out, um, you know, Marvel, then it has to be, like, Brad Pitt, Leo... Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks and Denzel. So he's definitely top five. Uh, we're not going to do the research to find that out, but la- last decade, or this decade now, is, the, is... This is the third Mission Impossible movie of the decade. Um, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout. Yeah, Jack Reacher, the first one, which was Ooh. good, and the second one, which was not good. Yeah. Um, Edge of Tomorrow, we watched that together and Amazing. loved it. I, I just watched American Made recently on, on HBO. Did you watch? Have you seen that? I've, I haven't seen it, no. It's pretty good. It's uh, better than I expected. And then you watched The Mummy last year, right? Right after we recorded the first <laughs> yeah. spot. Yeah. Not, not a good one. So, all right, which decade? Pick one. I mean, I'm, I'm going to pay homage to where it all began. And I'm going to go with the 80s. Um, 80s, to me, I still think Top Gun is the most iconic movie of my generation. I think Top Gun is a little early for our generation. To to me, like, I wasn't wasn't even into movies, really, until probably, like, high school and college. Probably college. So that's why I think I would have to say the 2000s. Um, With that run that we just talked about and just all the action movies, like, you could always count on an exciting Tom Cruise movie where he's running at full speed and doing some crazy stunts. And I think 2000s are, are the winner, even though there's so many good ones in, in all the other decades. So let me, let me uh, kind of level set this. So movie directors and producers recording Tom Cruise running, do you think there's been more than like two hours worth if you count all of his movies together? Like of, of actual scenes that ended up in the movies? No, just scenes of him running. Like, I, I'm wondering if someone can just splice all the running scenes of his career and it would be like <laughs> well, a two-hour movie itself. I mean, there's definitely not two hours worth because, like, every time they show him, it's only for, like, three or four seconds. Um, and if you add that up, like, in all his movies, it, it still can't be that long. But it would be a pretty incredible montage just to, <laughs> I don't know, you'd set some pretty outstanding music to it. That'd be a, a good, like, workout um, workout prep kind of video to pump you up. He, I, I also feel like he just doesn't age. Like you said, his his career. You know what? He does age, though. He he's looking old. He he's looking old, but he's supposed to look old. Like he's been doing this for thirty five years. Yeah, I guess that's true. He is uh, fifty five years old, but he. I mean, it's definitely starting to show a little bit in the last like three movies I've seen of his. Um, so American Made, and then the the second Jack Reacher, and then this one. He, you can definitely start seeing it. Like they, they, they use way more makeup than they ever used to. But I mean, the stunts are still unbelievable. Yeah, he still breaks arms and legs and ankles and things like that. So, L- let me ask you this: Like, when did you realize or find out that Tom Cruise did his own stunts? Do you know? I knew. I think during the first Mission Impossible. Oh, really? Yeah. So late nineties, mid to late nineties. First Mission Impossible is nineteen ninety six. That's pretty early on. Like, yeah. I, he didn't really do. He didn't do any any uh action movies before that that's like the first one where i was like really like you know action running and stuff i just remember i was what like 12 but i remember yeah. watching like a special on the news or something about mission impossible 
and they were just showing like behind the scenes footage and it was actually Tom Cruise, you know, like going going down that tunnel and whatever. And so I was like, man, this guy is amazing because he's more than an actor. He does all his stuff. Ever since then, I just feel like he's been doing all of his stuff himself. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know about it probably until at least 10 years after that. And it's become way more pronounced where they make a bigger deal out of it for every movie and every big stunt that comes out. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know I don't know how it happened, but at some point he, he basically became the American Jackie Chan where you just know that he's always doing his own stunts and it's going to be crazy things in the movie. Mm-hmm. How much of this movie do you want me to tell you about? Um, I'm not really a big... I don't really get mad when people spoil movies for me. So you can I'm definitely te- not going to spoil it. You can tell me as much as you want. I guess my initial question is, A, how long is it? B, how did you get to watch it before everyone else? Yeah. And C, would you watch it again if I drove down to Houston tonight? Okay. A is about two and a half hours, so it's not too long. It's not short. Um, and it goes it goes by. It's, it's action-packed. B, um, I got to watch the movie early because of a credit card that I have. Whoa. Um, that had, like, a special rewards where they were, I guess, thanking the users, and they had... An email came out and it just said, hey, come watch this special screening of Mission Impossible Fallout. And I clicked it immediately and, like, the server was down, so I, like, got on two different laptops and <laughs> my phone and was, like, refreshing the page. Um, so, yeah, we got two tickets to it for a Wednesday night and came with, like, popcorn and movies. It, unfortunately, it was packed and it was a 3D movie. And we ended up near the front, like, in a corner. Like, pretty much the worst possible spot for a 3D movie. Which, by the way, I don't. I hate three D movies. I agree. Do you watch? Do you ever watch them in three D? I've seen a couple movies in three D. Uh, one that really res- uh, pops out in my head is Goblet of Fire. I think Harry Potter. And okay, um, so they're like flying at you. That's cool. Yeah, so you like reach your hand out because you think you can touch them. But I, I'm with you. I don't really enjoy three D movies. Totally unnecessary. Like waste of money if you were to pay for it. Um, really, alien probably alienates at least a third, maybe half the theater based on where they're sitting. Like if you're too close to work, if you're on the edges, it probably, you don't get the best experience. Mm-hmm. And so for us, like we were, you know, I, I, when I came out, my neck was not feeling great, but it didn't matter. The movie was still awesome. Um, and your third question, I would absolutely watch it again, probably because I didn't have like the best movie going experience there. Uh, in terms of like the the spot that I was in. But let's say the movie going experience was ideal. Would you be willing yeah. to pay for a movie ticket to watch it again? I think I'd still watch it again. Amazing. I, I don't do that much, man. I, I don't I don't rewatch movies in the theater like almost ever. You just wa- and, you just rewatch TV shows on Netflix, right? I only do TV shows because that's free. <laughs> but um, this one's pretty outstanding, man. It's it's action packed. Like I want to go through the Mission Impossible movies because. I, I needed a refresher on all of them. Do you do you remember by any chance like your favorite one? I actually thought this most recent one, not Fallout, um, what's it called? Rogue Nation. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. And then I thought Mission Impossible which one is the one with the um the like motorcycle? Is that two? Yeah, MI two with chim- with the chimera disease. Yeah, yeah. So I think two Newton. two and Rogue Nation are my top. What about you? Um, did you like three that had Philip Seymour Hoffman and it had Michelle Monaghan and that was 
I think that was, that's the one where just like heart stops and stuff, and they had to like revive him. Um, I thought it was okay. For some reason, I'm not a big fan of of what's her name, Megan, Michelle Monaghan. Yeah, Michelle. I I don't know why, but I just never I never dug her, and so. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Why well, um, that's that's I, your favorite. I really, what's that? That's your favorite. I don't think that's my favorite. Um, I I don't know which one's my favorite. There's a lot of good ones. Two is was the one that I've watched the most times from. You know, either on cable or um, my dad had it like on DVD, and we would just rewatch the motorcycle scene, um, just to, like test out the sound system and stuff at home. Yeah, your dad definitely had it for his new TV every year. Every every three years or so. <laughs> um, yeah, MI two is awesome. I really liked MI three as well. Um, and then, like you said, Rogue Nation is really high up there. But so is Ghost Protocol, and then so is Fallout. So pretty much all of them, except for one. Like I, I know people probably like one, but I think I just haven't seen that enough. I think one was a great movie to just get everything started. Um, the soundtrack is like, you know, so memorable and iconic. And then him doing that scene where he barely just touches the ground. I think those are very iconic yes. stuff about the movie. But I think the movie itself was, um, it, it's just not as high quality as the other ones. And it could be kind of like a fast and the furious kind of thing, right? Like, you start out as yes. a movie maker. You start out, you, you don't have the same amount of budget that you do because you didn't expect it to be so successful. But, beca- but, beca- but because it's gone into like such a, a wide following worldwide that so many people are watching, so much money is being made, and now it's just getting better, bigger, and, and just faster, right? Um, yeah, and it's really similar to Fast and Furious in that you know, the first movie, it's it's a lot more subdued, like a lot more like spy stuff and like intense conversation, like thrilling, right? And then as it goes on, there's like crazier stunts. There's racing and motorcycles. Then there's things exploding. Then he's hanging off a building and jumping off of, I don't know, all sorts of things, fly, holding, his, um, holding himself off of a cliff or off of a plane. It just gets crazier and crazier. And then same with Fast and Furious. Like first they're just racing cars on the street. And then by the sixth or seventh movies, like there's a submarine and they're parachuting a, a, a car down onto a mountain and they're jumping uh, from down building plane. to building. You know, oh, yeah, you know the next frontier, maybe for both movies, will be space. Yeah, I've heard that on on different podcasts. I think, but um, maybe maybe that's next. Okay, so um, going back to like each of these movies and the stunts. I'm going to give you a list of some oh. of the craziest stunts. I want you to tell me which ones are the best. Okay, um, okay so in MI2, there is the stunt where it's like the motorcycle chase, and then they're like kind of fighting like on motorcycles. I think that was the, uh, the craziest scene in that movie, um, stunt-wise, because obviously if he's doing his own, his own um, everything on his own, that's pretty incredible. Um, in M- MI3, I don't remember anything too, too insane. Uh, but then after that, Ghost Protocol is the one where they're in, like, Dubai or something, and they're on a really tall building, and he's, like, climbing, scaling the building using, like, these, um, like, magnetic kind of sensor things. Do you remember that? Yeah, so I, I actually really, really, really liked that stunt. But I remember at the time when that movie came out, people were kind of not as impressed. Dude, I thought it was unbelievable. Yeah, I, and he jumped off and all that kind of stuff. Like, that was really cool to me. Um, and then the fifth one is there are two things. One is the you know him hanging off the side of a plane, which 
is ridiculous. Uh, and then the second one is where he's like underwater for like, I don't know, four, three, four, five minutes. Mm-hmm. And he actually had to practice that. Um, and then uh, in Fallout, I, I won't give up way too much. I'll just let you know that there is, um, I don't know if Tom Cruise knew how to fly a helicopter before, but he does now. <laughs> so which which of those scenes are the, the most uh, outstanding? I mean the what's it called Rogue Nation when he's like um, hanging hanging out of the plane right and just getting hit by birds and bugs and stuff. Um, yeah, that's pretty incredible because he's literally flying and hanging off out, outside of a big plane. Um, I'm gonna have to see this whole helicopter thing, but I've been um, I would say the most physically impressive is. Being able to hold your breath for like five minutes underwater, like professional, yeah, professional divers can't even do that. But this guy somehow can train his body, mind over matter, and uh, become one. So not only are his movies to me like exciting, you're ne- it's never boring. I mean, his acting isn't like you know Daniel Day Lewis or anything. But with that being said, I feel like I'm always um, entertained. And the fact that he can just continue to raise the bar is amazing to me. There, there is also another stunt in this movie that I'm not going to talk about. I, I don't know how, I have no idea how they filmed it. I don't know how real it is, but I think you might know as soon as you start watching it. Um, I, I'll just say, like, it's, it's very, very good, and I would watch it again. And, um, yeah, enjoy. Awesome. So the whole scene... I mean, the one scene that I definitely want to watch because there was a lot of press around it is when he broke his ankle jumping off the building yeah. onto the other building because it only took one take. How clean was the, um, I guess, the, the scene? Like, was it broken up? Could you tell that, um, you know, there was an issue there? Or, I don't know, kind of speak to that. Yeah, I don't know. Did you watch the clip of him talking about it, like on some British talk show, and and them showing what happened and the different angles? I may have. I just don't remember. Okay, um, like they showed different angles of it. Like you can't really tell in some of the angles. Then they did the slow motion. You can see like his foot like turn back, turn to the side or something when it hits the building. Basically, he's running on a building. He has to make a huge jump, and I guess he like instead of kind of he's supposed to like barely make it and have to grab on and climb up. But it, I guess he went a little too far to where his foot, like, crashed in the building. Um, and I, you could tell, like, in the theater, a lot of people knew that it was coming. Because when it happened, everyone kind of was like, whoa, like, a, a little bit of a gasp. And, and uh, I knew it was coming, too. So yeah. that definitely affected it a bit. But it, it's a natural scene. And you can you can tell, like, he, like, hurt himself on, in it. But it's weird because after that, um, they don't really address that anymore. What do you mean they, they, they don't address it? Like... You can tell he gets hurt, but then, um, it, you know, he just keeps running for, like, another 20 minutes. Oh. Oh, he Maybe keeps not. running on it. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so like, in the, in the British talk show, they kind of show him doing that, and they're like, man, he's such a pro, because he gets up after he breaks his foot, and he just keeps running up, off the scene. Okay. <laughs> and it's a, you know, it's a really interesting, like, talk, talk show um, clip, because... Tom Cruise just basically is, like, laughing hysterically at it. He doesn't really talk that much, and I kind of feel like that's where he's at right now. Like, in his movies, you know, he started out being, like, a pretty serious actor in some of those, um, like, The Firm, A Few Good Men, Jerry Maguire, of course, and it was, like, really intense, and then it just became, like, all action movies. Mm -hmm. What do you think happened there in, like, 
I, I also feel like he's just kind of weird now. Well, he's always been weird. Yeah. Um, and this is the whole more... Scientology thing, but then now he's just like, I don't know, like, uh, is he a regular person? I mean, you you have to you have to think about it because he is fifty five years old. Can you imagine if you are fifty five and you're jumping off buildings and jumping on planes and flying helicopters and stuff like that? It's like you have to have a really weird brain to have that mindset to be to be to be able to do such extreme stunts and things whether it's in a movie or not right so that alone he's already off center if you will well scientology thing um you know that's for another day but with that being said i just think that i just i just really focus at tom cruise the actor and the action star kind of like what i do with tiger woods the golfer and so to me that's why i'm such a big fan and i have no you know, qualms about it. Like, I'm, I'm okay saying that I'm a Tom Cruise fan. Okay, so you, you love his, you love his movies. You're a big fan. If he was, I don't know, if he showed up and you could go like hang out with him or something and pay money to go, I don't know, do a meet and greet. It would be just okay, right? Not, not really that fun. Yeah, it would be kind of weird. Like, it's not going to be as fun as like Brad Pitt or McConaughey, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Tom Tom Cruise. I don't know what he would do if we went out and hung out. But with that being said, you're right. It's been a lot more action geared. Um, but he has some. I mean, some serious roles. Like even within some of the action movies, they were some moments where you know he he showed like his sensitive side. And like then what? and then and then you have movies that are comedies, right? Like Rock of Ages. Um, Tropic Thunder, that one scene with him and yeah. at the end, like I feel like he's he he is fully aware of what people think of him, and he's just playing to that. So you think he's just smarter than all of us? I mean, I I hold Tom Cruise in very high regard. <laughs> all right, last last question on Tom Cruise movies. Do you have one or two um, that you just really like that maybe are not like as popular as as um, you know, some of the things that most people think about. So, like, people will probably say, like, oh, my favorite Tom Cruise movie is Top Gun or Mission Impossible, one of them, or Jerry Maguire. Is is there one of his movies that's, like, under the radar for you? Um, I mean, a lot of people feel that Vanilla Sky is probably, like, the most critically acclaimed, right? Van- Vanilla Sky is a great film. With that, it? I don't remember it being that great. Yeah, I, I love it. But I more recently, I think a lot of people are just okay with Oblivion, but I really enjoyed it. And it was during the year where, like, all these space movies were coming out. What's the um, Sandra Bullock, George Clooney one, and then... Gravity. Yeah, Martian. All that kind of stuff was coming out within that one, two-year time span, and I really enjoyed Oblivion the oh, most. Interesting. Okay. Um, with, I th- yeah. I think, I think mine is... Oh, man, there's a lot, but... Um... I think collateral well i think everybody i think everybody likes collateral right yeah for those who haven't seen collateral or or understand why we like it so much is um i think what really sets tom cruise apart at that point was you never saw a huge movie star at that caliber play the antagonist oh yeah he's the bad guy yeah he's he's the bad guy and he's the star of the movie and it's it's really cool to watch because normally if you're you know, the, the A-lister, you're going to play the good guy, the hero, if you will. Um, but he was basically the guy that everyone was cheering against. 
But the fact that he can play that role and get us to cheer against his character, I felt like, man, Tom Cruise, he can do anything at that point. He can pretty much do anything. The other one I would probably say is Jack Reacher, the first one, because... Very underrated. Like, yeah. I just think people don't really think about it. I mean, it, to, uh, to be fair, like there's so many great action movies, but I think that one's really under the radar. So mine um, that I don't think many people have seen, like our generation, but I'm a huge fan of Cocktail, and that's not really because of Tom Cruise, to be honest. Uh, but growing up, I really liked Karate Kid. And so the love interest in Karate Kid, Elizabeth Shue, also played the love interest <laughs> for Tom Cruise in Cocktail. And so I had, I've always had this, you know, uh, place in my heart for Cocktail just because of Elizabeth Shue. There you go. I think that might be why I like Edge of Tomorrow a lot, too. I'm like, blunt. All right, you got any other Tom Cruise stuff before we head out? I mean, a couple movies that are coming up down the line. Top Gun, Maverick. Wait, when is when is that? Is that like filming right now, or what, what's happening? It is filming right now. It's gonna come out next year. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's literally every year. I don't, how, how is this possible? <laughs> I feel like most actors they have like a movie every two to three years on average, right? Yeah. So the original Top Gun came out in 1986. Yeah. And this one will be in 2019. So what is that? 33 years. Part ridiculous, man. And then Luna Park is also coming out. I'm not sure what this movie is in regards to. I'm on their IMDb page. It says a group of renegade space workers venture to the moon to steal, <laughs> to steal an energy source. So, that is exactly what we just said. He's going to space. Yeah, he's going to space. Maybe, Finally. Maybe it is Mission Impossible. Well, there you have it. Um, thank you for joining Six Pennies Podcast. I know you guys were all really excited to hear us gush about Tom Cruise for 25 minutes. TC. Uh, leave us a comment on... TC, that's me too. I know. Leave us a comment <laughs> on Facebook. Let us know your favorite Tom Cruise movie, maybe your least favorite. If, if that... I don't know. That, you, that probably won't happen, right? Because nobody has a least favorite. I, peep, anyway, I feel like people are going to say Eyes Wide Shut. That's fine. Favorite. I mean, that, that's not... Yeah, I, I'm fine with that. All right, yeah. Leave us a comment on Facebook. Uh, drop us a rating on iTunes, too. And... Um, check us out, Six Pennies Podcast. Have a good one.